Hello everyone, I am Judah Bernard with the Rise Creating Your Voice. I am the wisdom dialoguer and the motivational warrior of the Rise Creating Your Voice. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today's topic is the art of relaxing. The art of relaxing. Yes, yes. It's just come on in and join as we discuss relaxing as an art. We're going to discuss about techniques to help you master the art of relaxation. But the one thing is I want people to understand, to know that life is stressful. From health and safety worries to balancing work and family, we have a lot on our plates. What I hear from my clients as a health life coach and executive coach is the most is it's hard to turn off their minds. They're constantly going, which prevents them from relaxing. But we need to think of relaxing not as a stopping point, but as a necessary pause. How about we do a necessary pause and actually think about what that relaxing means and what that relaxing can bring us. Even if you know relaxation is beneficial, too much time on life's hamster wheel may have you wondering where to start. So the one thing is you want to learn the actual art of relaxing. The one thing we ask in many occasions is, why can't you relax and stop thinking? While many talk the talk, few have been taught to walk the walk when it comes to relaxation. In it, it means our culture focuses on the go-to-go. It stresses that you should constantly be doing something. And that is not always true. You shouldn't always think you should be doing something. As a result, downtime can feel foreign or uncomfortable. Well, we got to think about that. So we should always think as a result, downtime can feel The need to be productive can feel like a vice grip squeezing every part of your life. We're talking about it today. Also, conservative accounts on Twitter see huge spikes in followers. That's why quarantine measures may have felt as jarring or pulling the emergency brake on a runaway train. This period right here that we're in right now, the coronavirus pandemic, um has opened our eyes you could tell that people struggled with the idea of relaxing they were like what can i do during this time clean my closets read a hundred books they could not wrap their minds around the concept even when they finally had time to do it we got to understand we need to treat it um as a luxury not a necessity and that's being relaxed having the art of relaxation we need to treat it as luxury and not a necessity Not many people will say, let's schedule some relaxation time into the day. And most of us were never taught the skill of relaxing as children. So one thing we have to do is what is the art of relaxing? So I wanted to open up with how to teach yourself to relax. While relaxation means different things to different people, we're going to suggest eight ways to make it happen for you. Are you ready? We did get one person on the stage. Welcome, James. How are you doing today? Are you talking? Hello? You're going green, but we don't hear you. So we'll wait till you come on. Number one is get rid of the guilt. Give give yourself permission to relax. 
that's one thing we have to think about is giving ourselves permission to relax. It's necessary to recharge our batteries and we need to accept and allow for that. So don't feel guilty about it. Recognize that relaxation is essential and not a guilty pleasure. Can you hear me now? He's connected, but he's not. I can hear you. There you go. Okay, great. Can you hear me? Just want you to say hello while I go through this. How are you doing today? Number two, you're going in and out. Practice makes perfect. Just like any skill you want to master, you need to practice relaxing. Say what? We usually attempt to move into relaxation mode when we're in crisis and then try to learn to relax in that moment. The one thing is we should not. That's like trying to learn to swim in the middle of a wave instead of in calm waters. If we practice relaxing when we're calm instead of revved up, we'll get better at it and be able to transition into relaxation more easily. The other thing, number three, is learn how to control your breathing. One thing we will be doing is a five-five-seven, which is five breaths in, five breaths hold, and then seven breaths exhale. And we'll be doing that exercise later on tonight, and we'll be doing it for 10 times. But it moves your body into relaxation mode. Use um, the technique called the squeegee breath. Close your eyes. Imagine a window squeegee at the top of your head. As you breathe out, imagine a squeegee pushing toxic thoughts and energy down to your toes and out your body like dirty water at the bottom of a window. Then breathe in deeply and imagine positive thoughts coming in like fresh, clean water. Continue to breathe in and out. Or playing a wind instrument such as a flute or trumpet can also be calming. They can help improve breathing patterns because you have to control your breath while making notes. So that's important too as well. Another one is, number four, move out of your head and into your body. Changing physical sensations during moments of stress can help quiet anxious thoughts. Anything soothing to the body can help. It can be as simple as cocooning in a warm blanket or doing some mindful movements or exercises in which we do a lot around here. Movements that relax muscle tension are key. One that is recommended is called the rag doll. Let your shoulders drop down like a rag doll. People are often surprised at how much tension they carry when they do that. So, you know, we just drop our shoulders down like a rag doll, just swing around like a rag doll, and then you can release the tension in your shoulders. Number five, try some forest therapy. Forest therapy is simply, simply getting outside into green space. Studies have shown it reduces blood pressure and boosts the mood. Even if you can't get outside, sitting next to a window can help you unwind and relax. Number six, and I want people to really listen to this, is use technology carefully. Technology can be a friend or a foe, depending on how you use it. We forget how to relax because we're always plugged in, which reemphasizes that sense of constantly having to do something. So put your phone away. Relax without technology and see how that feels. But you can also use technology to relax by listening to soothing music or using an app that walks you through relaxation exercises. Number seven, discover what works, works for you. 
while hours of reality TV may help you find your help your friend unwind, it may put you on the edge. Take note of when you feel the most relaxed. Relaxing is so individual. It could be anything from looking out the window to exercising, volunteering, or painting. Find what works best for you. Number eight, and last but not least, is practicing mindfulness. Mindfulness is about being present in the moment. I do that quite often. When you look too far ahead, you become anxious. So to relax, try to enjoy and take in each moment instead of worrying about what's happening next. So why is relaxation is important? Relaxing, relaxation takes time and a commitment to the moment. I recommend people set their phone timer for at least 20 minutes so that you don't have to worry about the time. Relaxation is more of a feeling than a thought. The measure of relaxation is how you feel in your body, not when you think you have to get back to more pressing concerns. As you relax more, you may find yourself snapping at your loved ones less. But benefits go beyond a more pleasant demeanor. When you stay in a heightened state of stress, it wears your body down, making it more vulnerable. You can often tell when somebody has been stressed over a long period of time. You see it in their skin. Their hair starts turning gray. Sometimes they have more illnesses or colds. Relaxation leads to more strength and resilience. A body under constant stress is like an engine that's continuously being revved. Relaxation is like shifting into a lower gear and cruising for a while, letting your body regenerate and recover. Why can't we practice and make relaxation an art? What do you think about that, James? Oh, yeah, man, come on. Can you hear me now? I don't know what's going on with his phone today. But one thing that we have to understand in the art of relaxation is definitely that it's some things that happen in the inside. And in my health coach practice is we talk about um, many things. And the one thing is we need to talk about the connection between stress and metabolism. The autonomic nervous system is responsible for digestive activity. And there are two branches, and you'll see what we'll be talking about. Two branches is called the parasympathetic which is also known as the rest and digest or feel and heal response because this is optimal state for digestion and healing. When the parasympathetic is activated, metabolic power increases. This means we are relaxed. We actually burn more fat then. Did you know that? The sympathetic is also known as fight or flight. This is our stress response. When we are stressed out, guess what happens to digestions? It shuts down. So we've got to remember on a physiological level, your body doesn't differentiate between someone's chasing you and your boss yelling at you or getting tense in a traffic jam. One is life-threatened. The other is not. But guess what? On a physiological level, they are the same. 
They both trigger the body to shut off digestion and store fat. This decreases our metabolic power. When your sympathetic is activated, which is all day for most of us, even at a chronic low level, our parasympathetic is shut off. These do not go on at the same time. If one is on, the other is off. If we don't learn how to relax, we won't be able to tap into our natural mechanism for burning fat and keeping us at an ideal weight. Have you heard of a hormone called cortisol? This is the hormone that is released when we are stressed out. Studies show that increased cortisol in the system leads to fat accumulation. So people who tend to gain weight primarily around the belly likely experience chronic low-level stress as excess cortisol production has this strange effect on fattening up the belly. Does that make sense? So cortisol goes up, tends to create fat accumulation in the belly. So you see people who may have skinny legs or skinny arms and they tend to gain all their weight in their belly. So we have to understand what that means. So what we still have to come to the conclusion of, what are we going to be working with today? Is the art of relaxation. So we already gave eight steps. But then again, when some people use stress and threat of punishments to motivate themselves to lose weight. For example, an inner dialogue someone might be having is, I, if I don't lose eight pounds, or I'm not going to hype my high school reunion, or if I don't go to the gym four days this week, then I'm not going to give myself permission to get a massage. Does this work? No. That's using stress and threat of punishment to motivate yourself to lose weight. It might work once or twice, but it really doesn't work. It's not sustainable. The point is worrying and stressing about weight loss and healing is total counterproductive. To produce metabolism, you must relax and stop producing so much cortisol. You got to do it. You got to do it. One thing we always ask is, what are your top three relaxers? Things that you have feel relaxed at. There's no wrong answer here. I just want you to become aware of how you, you intuitively relax already. Then I'll share some specific action steps behind those as you can produce so much cortisol and fire up your metabolism. So that's one thing we have to talk about. What are your three relaxers? And you have to ask that for yourself. And what's the number one way to stop producing so much cortisol? The answer is to slow down. So we need to relax in many occasions. If you eat breakfast in five minutes, make it 10. If you normally take 10 minutes, bump it up to 15. Another way to slow down is to give yourself at least 20 minutes for lunch and dinner. So, which we call the 20 minute meal. Sometimes we need to arrange our home and our work schedule as best we can to provide ourselves with more time to commit to providing yourself the gift of more time at each meal and more time to relax. One thing that we always talk about is practicing chewing. So the thing is, we need to also try to practice chewing as a, an art too as well. With that art, that you chew it till it gets down to the lowest possible bite size. Because if you don't chew it and you just swallow it, you give the rest of your organs the permission to try to destroy that for you. Most of the time, which um, arise at belly aches and other um, illnesses too as well. So we want to chew our food down and chomp it down. That's why we have these mini teeth to do that. So, but the fun thing about this whole thing is 
The good news is that it takes less than two minutes to de-stress the body and move it into a maximum nutritional metabolism, metabolic state. So you can eat stress-free anywhere, anytime, and tap into your metabol- metabolic power instantly. So how do you do this? We're going to trick your nervous system. The shortcut to turn off stress and activate a psychological relaxation response is conscious breathing, in which we're going to talk about. So when we are in a stressful state, if we are consciously adapt the deep and rhythmic breathing pattern characteristic of the relaxed state, we fool the central nervous system. The brain says something like this, hey, I thought I was another wreck, but I'm breathing like a relaxed person. I must be relaxed. The result is a shift from a state of low digestive activity to full digestive force. I've watched many people cure heartburn, irritable bowel syndrome, constipation, and fatigue by regularly using this simple technique. With any meal or snack, anytime food is about to pass across your lips, ask yourself, am I about to eat under stress? If the answer is yes, pause and take 10 long, slow, deep breaths, and 10 long breaths is about two minutes maybe even a little more i know you've been in here james are you able to speak now all right we'll keep going so we're going to go and do this experiential exercise which is called the five five seven breath so we're going to try this together this is what i call the five five seven breath you inhale for five, hold for five, and exhale for seven. So the exhale is a little bit longer than the inhale. So we're going to be doing this together, okay? So for those who are listening in and those who may listen in a little later, you can put down your pen and just sit comfortably with your spine straight, feet flat on the floor. Eyes can be open or closed. And we'll try a few of these breaths to turn on the relaxation response and fire up our metabolism. So I'm going to put on some soft music and we will begin. Filling your lungs to two-thirds capacity. Four, three, two, one. And exhale for seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And make sure we're exhaling it all out and slowly drawing in through the nose. We're going to inhale once again. One, two, three, four, five, and hold for five, four, three, two, one, and exhale for seven, six, five, four, 
three, two, and one. And let's do one more together. Inhale for one, two, three, four, five, and hold for five, four, three, two, one. We're going to be holding the breath and exhaling through the nose. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. And as you continue this conscious breathing, steady rhythm and scan the senses. We're inhaling again for five and notice the scent of the air in your nose. The red and orange is on your eyelids. And if they're closed, your taste buds and the feeling of your bottom on the chair. And now you're holding for five. Your feet spread wide on the earth. The sound of my voice. And exhaling through the nose, count to seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And we're going to keep breathing and scanning, tuning into a heightened awareness. Inhale, one, two, three. Hold for five, four, three, two, one. And exhale for seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We're going to inhale again for one, two, three, four. And we're going to hold for five, four, three, two, and one. And exhale for seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. We're going to inhale again. One, two, three, four, and five. Hold for five, four, three, two, and one. And exhale for seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. We're going to inhale again for five, still noticing the scent of the air in your nose. The red and oranges on your eyelids, if they're closed. Your taste buds. The feeling on your legs on the floor. Your feet touching the floor. And now you're holding for five. Remember, your feet spread wide on the earth. The sound of my voice. And exhaling through the nose. Count to seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. 
Inhale again for five, four, three, two, and one. Hold for five. Now exhale through the nose and count to seven, six, We're going to do this last time. Inhaling again for five, four, three, two, and one. And X in holding for five, three, two, and one. And when we exhale, we want to do a big, deep breathe coming out. Five, four, Three, two, and one. Make sure you do the rag doll. Drop those shoulders down and just let your arms swing. How did that feel? Can you come back on? We'll see if he's able to come back on. Just remember that this is a two. Oh, yes, I can. <laughs> Were you able to do the exercise? Yeah, we did some of them. I've been trying to mess with this audio and video and trying to get everything working with this. Okay. So we did do some of the exercise, we, some of the deep breathing, and uh, we heard all of the eight step, uh, but we didn't get a chance to write them down. And we'll send them to you, too, as well. So repeat. You always want to repeat that like 10 times. And making sure you ask yourself, how are you feeling afterwards? Okay. Sometimes we have this um, this acronym that's called WAIT. And when you feel over-engaged sometimes and talking too much, just think about WAIT. And the WAIT says, why am I talking? Hmm. Because sometimes it might not be worth talking. So just remember, this is a two-minute relaxation. You could do this anywhere anytime i love it because it's free and breathing before and during meals is a great way to help you become a relaxed person a eater and boost your metabolic power you can also do this in your car at work and before bed i always do it before bed get the most powerful rest because you just really stop your mind from thinking and things like that even when there's chaos going on throughout your day pay attention to who you are being and it's about who you are being in your present moment. How many of us want to be stressed every time? Can you relax into the chaos? Some people say, if I'm relaxed, I won't get as much done. Always remember, relaxing isn't necessarily about none doing. It's about who you are being. So you don't have to scream at the top of your lungs. You don't have to be stressed out each day. If we just practice this relaxing and just being in the present, be who you are being, that's it. So practice using conscious breathing, breaths throughout the day and working in the rhythm of relaxation. So it's still productivity, but in the rhythm of relaxation, you'll find that you're not, you are more focused, more productive and more energized. One thing is I was, I wasn't stressed this morning. I was just had a lot on my mind, but I was able to do this and, it was just like I got so much done and I was so focused. So we have to understand that we need to always take 
10 deep conscious breaths before every meal and whenever you feel like it. I, I think I take deep, take those 10 deep conscious breaths before every meal and also before I go to bed too as well. I do it after my meditation. But the positive thing is about this, that it puts you in the mind frame in the, in the state of being relaxed. Um, most people probably don't want to be relaxed because it's unnormal to them. <laughs> because we're always on the go. And we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going, going, and no one wants to actually slow down, but I want to slow down. <laughs> so one thing is I've done is say that again. So I've learned how to slow down. Yes, yes, yes. That's that is that's powerful. Learning how to slow down. And that's why I said, come on in and join us as we discuss relaxing as an art. How can we keep putting this into our practice each day? And that's important because um, it reduces a lot of things that's happened to us, with illnesses and things like that too as well that we bring upon ourselves with stress. Right. One thing is um, if you're looking out the window, I always focus on a tree or some texture or the shape of the bark. I love pulling bark off trees. I love smelling leaves and feeling them and things like that because it's just what, what nature's here is for. Um, I have a really heightened sight, sense of sight, really engaging the eyes and, and the smell and smelling the food because you actually like to eat it. So most of the time when the relaxation, we get all our senses involved and that's important. And it feels like a more complete experience. And then it means you're going to be satisfied, saturated and satisfied sooner. So the slower we eat, the things we take for granted and just slow it down everything we just gotta just take it into parts and start parting it okay if i'm going too fast and you know when you're going too fast you gotta slow down so um like we stated before if you if you eat breakfast in five minutes make it 10. if you normally take 10 bump it up to 15. give yourself at least 20 minutes for lunch or dinner and we're going to practice um just having a 20 minute meal so you actually start your clock when you start eating and you take that meal and you make it last for 20 minutes 20 minutes in includes chewing one thing i can't continue to say stop um what they say woofing down your food i think that's what i used to say woofing it down uh, because people just and next thing you know they swallow it that gives so much more um um stress on your stomach because now they have to break down what you were taught that you're supposed to be chewing so what I tell people, if you have not liquefied your solid food in your mouth, then guess what? You are making your stomach work a little bit harder. Mm -hmm. So your food should almost be liquefied in your mouth. That's how much you need to chew it. Mm. Yes. Even burgers, steaks, everything. Wow. Chew it to it. It's yes. We're, we've been we've been taught to just swallow <laughs> three chews and swallow <laughs> and one thing i can tell people is I, I don't know if people like suck on peppermints and things like that i know people don't swallow whole peppermints <laughs> so take that time out to savor that taste don't crunch it take it all the way down until it's no more and and that's how you can start thinking about your food like, second until it's like it's not chewable. 
that you can swallow it. <laughs> so, any questions? No, just practice, practice, practice. Chewing, yes. chewing, chewing. Practice chewing, practice relaxing. Know when you're in a stressful moment to just practice that and say, you know, let me go to my own little place. And one thing that I'm me and my fiance do is we do forehead to forehead and we breathe rhythmic with each other. So we have rhythmic breathing. So we catch each other's breath and breathe together as we're breathing together, forehead to forehead. So that's something that we do together. And, you know, you can make up your own thing. Um, you can feel the pulse in people's hand, hold hands if somebody is, you know, at a stressful time. You know, sometimes when people are crying and things like that, you go hug them. Sometimes that makes it worse. <laughs> so you probably want to figure out why they're crying first <laughs> and then try to relax them um, and let them know you're, you're there. But then again, it, that's a whole different situation from what we're talking about. Stress, like traffic jams and things like that and mm -hmm. so many times people will have so much on their mind that their stress motor lashes out at other people because they're either can't handle what's going on inside of them so a lot of arguments a lot of stress um prone stuff happens at that particular time too as well because your cortisol so high so that's what's going on yeah. So we must learn that we got to take everything in for us. And I can't keep reiterating that. You know, people's like, I can't believe you don't watch TV. I'm looking like, um, why should I? Just because I have one don't mean I have to watch it. <laughs> I got three remotes and every time I pick one up, I'm like, how do I work this thing? <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's so hard. You know, they got too many buttons on there. <laughs> That's how unbothered I am about a TV. <laughs> I will sit up in the empty house all day long and just listen to music. And I'm okay with that. Um, so that relaxes me. Mm -hmm. um, any suggestions you guys have for our listeners? Well, I like long showers sometimes relaxes me. Okay, and, uh, long showers. She likes sometimes sitting in warm water and just listen to her music. Yes, yes. Yes, I love a long, nice, steamy bath until it turns cold. <laughs> it feels so yucky then after that. <laughs> just like, yeah. wow. Why can't the water stay hot? <laughs> so yeah huh well it says there's several ways you can have probably relax I guess but I guess it's depending on the individual what they want Would yeah and then what in a quiet place yeah but what is that state of relaxation if your mind is still going true so we want you to relax the mind it's not about relaxing the body. It's about who you're being. And that takes a whole process. You're no longer thinking. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
you're no longer thinking about you just got in an argument with your spouse. Mm. You're doing conscious breathing. You're doing like, look, let's move forward. Everything's gone out of the past. Let's move forward. Let's relax. Let's sit here and relax. But sometimes we 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 we've been so practiced the learned behavior of just going, going, going. Right. A lot of people don't know how to slow down, and it Very feels true. un it feel no, not normal to them if they're relaxed. Like I used to tell her all the time, to just sit down, please." <laughs> just sit down I gotta be doing something no you don't just lay down please we ain't got nowhere to go you just up and just moving cause you just gotta be doing it <laughs> so sometimes you gotta tell other people to be, be still <laughs> but um, I just think that it helps a whole lot and you know one day you know just having a whole breathing and meditational moment um, to get that into realization. And sometimes people need that. I know um, I was talking to a friend of mine. Um, he did a seven-week meditational med- meditational retreat where it was just nothing but quietness for seven weeks. Wow. Yeah, I told him I want that address. <laughs> I would do that. I am so down for that. <laughs> I'll probably come back and be like, who are you? Huh? Seven weeks. Seven weeks. Mm, I don't know if I can do the seven weeks. Oh, I, I can. can yes, weeks. I can. Oh yeah. I uh, be quiet for seven weeks. Man, oh, meditate seven weeks. Yes, please allow me to do it. <laughs> Nothing. Turn off phones. Everything. Seven weeks. I learned. It's just a renewing of the mind, a renewing of who you are. Um, my whole goal is, you know, to travel to synagogues and temples too as well and just look at other practices and things like that. I mean, I think what we have to really understand that it's a state of mind. And how do we turn off that state of mind and focus more on the energy above? Because the thing is, Sometimes we burn so much energy, we don't have enough energy to keep living. And that's how things burn out. So that's enough of my soapbox. (laughs) Any other questions? Any other comments? No, I don't have any more. Okay. What's words of wisdom before we leave today? But we all need to do and discuss relaxing and put it as an art. Um, that is the most important part is having that art of relaxation, making sure that you're putting yourself in a position to not raise your voice and just maintain that peace. And if you do raise your voice, know how to take yourself back down. Um, sometimes we get heightened by situations so if you keep your voice at a three keep it maintaining a three if you go to a five know how to bring yourself back down mm-hmm. go ahead can you hear me no i was just saying i was agreeing with you. yes what words of wisdom do we have before we leave today 
Practice, practice, practice the art of relaxation. Yes. I can't keep telling you guys that. <laughs> this is something that's going to be very popular in the coming futures because the one thing is we need to continue to practice this. And I see it um, it's being very prevalent in many areas because basically people have the tendency to, I need, I need, I have to do, I have to do. And you really don't have to do because sometimes you are so antsy to do it that you can't do it because you're too antsy to do it. <laughs> True. So meditation, uh, is, that, uh, meditation is like a source of relaxation. Isn't it? Yes. Yes. Meditation is like a, a big source of relaxation. Be able to focus on who you are and your being in that meditational state. So yes, it's so rewarding. So rewarding. <laughs> Any words of wisdom you have, Gerald? Oh. <laughs> you called her meditating. I was. I was deep. Oh, she was um, deep meditating. Yeah. <laughs> she said, oh. <laughs> um, just look at some things that, you know, you need to do for yourself. Yes. And just like we've been talking about throughout some of the rest of them, take care of yourself first, which I have... Um, started doing a lot more of and um, trying to do some things that you can do to relax yourself and just clear your mind as much as possible sometimes to just kind of reset. Yes. Reset. Yes. Reset, refocus, then restart. Reset, refocus, and restart. Reality only begins when you restart. And actually practice conscious breathing. It's the five, five, seven. Five <laughs> inhale, five holding, and seven exhaling. Say that again. Five, five inhaling. Five, five, five. You inhale for five. You five, you hold for five. Mm-hmm. And, exhale. and then exhale for seven, yes. Five, five, seven. And you do that for 10 times, which should take about two minutes. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> and we all have two minutes to waste, <laughs> especially oh, when cool. it's free. <laughs> yeah. So as we leave here, we want to thank you guys for supporting us. Um, we have had our second year anniversary, which was August 2nd. Thank you for all the downloads. Yes, thank you for all the downloads. We didn't come on. Um, I think we came on for a short period of time, but we just want to thank everyone for downloading, um, supporting us. Um, if um, you need me to speak at any speaking engagement, you can email me at thetrjuda at outlook.com. Someone will return your message. Also, get ready for the book that's coming out, which is The Pressures of My Skin in September, late September. And also get ready for the Heal Tour in 2023, which is health education and the awareness of life. Because I think we still have to understand what does it mean for us to heal. And in our healing, we have a lot of things that we need to discuss and also put into perspective because 
Nobody wants to ever feel hurt. Okay. And we have been hurt and we've been hurting ourselves many, many times um, by putting foreign objects in our system and um, substances in our system too that we shouldn't have. So before we leave today, understand um, every Wednesday at Greater Tabernacle Ministries, we have Bible study. And that's at 6.15 Central Standard Time, 7.15 Eastern Standard Time. And I think that'll be 3.15, uh, Mountain Standard Time. Also, we are having Thursday at 6.15 Central Standard Time, 7.15 Eastern Standard Time. And 4.15 Mountain Standard Time, we're talking about church hurt, repairing spiritual relationships. Make sure you come out and join in. So we talk about church hurt. And I don't like the word church because God is the body and he is the church. So I like to say spiritual hurt. Um, But y'all get what we're saying. Y'all know some people that hurt y'all up in there. Them people that hurt (laughs) y'all. It wasn't God, it was a beep. um, on every Sunday, we have Sunday jewels on the rise. We have the infamous LaRonda Glass that uh, with the Jewels Mentoring LLC. You can look her up on Instagram at, at Jewels Mentoring LLC. And we talk Sunday jewels on the rise, and we try to give you Sunday jewels every Sunday. And we say on the rise because only you will rise up from the nuggets and information if you use it wisely. Last but not least, every Tuesday we're here at Pod Being Live. We are thinking about another spot somewhere soon. Um, we just gotta um, make some arrangements for different people. I'm in conversation with a couple of different people, and so you can come on board and we have more conversation because I think this conversation is needed um, beyond the broken veil, and this conversation is free. So as long as you bring someone in, or just download or share it with someone. And let them know that we're here to continue to keep doing this as long as we have breath, let's say that. Uh, Because basically this is a need um, and it is God sent. And we're going to continue to keep God as our first priority in everything that we do too as well. Every Sunday we can join Greater Tabernacle Ministries and we do have um, our pastor's anniversary, which will be at 2 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can start still join the Start Meet app. And I always forget the number. I need to write it down in front of me so I won't be able to look at it anymore. 77 something. 774. 774. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. 774. Right. So, six, hold on. Uh, I know you can do it to three sims three at, at yahoo.com at yahoo yahoo yahoo.com and that's t-h-r-e-e sims s-i-m-s three the number three at yahoo.com and I understand that um just go to the start meeting app and that's s-t-a-r-t-m-e-e-t-i-n-g and it's in the app you can do your apple or your android phone too as well did you get that number i do seven seven four two seven seven four two five eight uh-huh. 6705. 6705-774-258-6705. 774-258-6705. So definitely make sure you call in. Make sure we're here every Sunday. Every Sunday. 
every Sunday. Um, Sunday school is at 8.45 Central Standard Time, 9.45 Eastern Standard Time. And you probably won't get up that early if you're Mountain Standard Time, but if you want to, say it again. 6.45 Mountain. 6.45 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Yes. So we must realize what we need to do. Um, and then Sunday, Sunday's church is immediately after that. So if you join in in Sunday school, if you come in about 10.30 or whatever, 6.45, 8.45 or 9.45, you can catch the Sunday school and also... If you're looking for a church home, don't forget Mount Zion. I mean, not Mount Zion Collinsville, but Greater Tabernacle Ministries. <laughs> That's where I grew up at. Shout out to Mount Zion Collinsville. <laughs> Down there in Kent, Mississippi, off of Tiffalo Road. Tiffalo Road. Yes, Tiffalo. Off of Tiffalo Road. Yes, on Tiffalo Road. And when you buy there, just stop by and just pick up some blackberries and bring me something back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to go on because I'm going to pick some blackberries. I'm sorry. They don't taste good up here in D.C. Huh? <laughs> gotta wait till the they spring. don't taste good, huh? got to wait till the spring. I thought they come like in June, July. No. This is the time. May, is, uh, April, May. Oh no, I didn't miss them. That one of them don't so, taste right up here. And the blueberry would be March, but April May is the blackberry. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna have to come up in April May because I'm clearly I just ain't had none since I left Canton. They they just don't be right. I, I bite one, I'd be like, mm mm. This is not how they taste in Canton. The most they, huh? I'm sorry. It tastes like the sun didn't kiss them in Canton. I'm talking about good, juicy, <laughs> big blackberries. Oh, well, your fingers, well, your fingers be that have that juice all over them. You have to scrub them hard just to get it off. <laughs> <laughs> this blue fingers blue. There's be they be so good. I, I man, what? And you get out in the field and pick them. Although they you prick your hand and everything, you be um, just one story before we leave because my grandmother used to, God rest her soul, uh, make us blackberry cobbler. Jesus Christ. Oh, gosh. And she would make the crust from scratch. <laughs> Can I get any grandmother to do that again? Because clearly I will pay to have that happen. <laughs> I know how to do it, but guess what? My grandmother put. She would slap it on there. And I, I used to just love her blackberry cobbler. Um, oh my gosh. I will, yeah, I will go pick blackberries in a thunderstorm <laughs> to get some blackberry cobbler. <laughs> oh, they were so delicious. But those were the days, and I'm much older and wiser now. So I go buy them and pretend like I'm going to make a blackberry cobbler. And just eat the blackberries. <laughs> your sister, your sister make a Ask your sister to make your cobbler. It don't taste like grandma. Ask your sister to make your cobbler. It don't taste like grandma. She'd be losing them um, biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I want the flour when you make your own dough. Okay. I want that manufactured dough. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I know how to make it, but I just, I'm, I'm going to take the time out and do one. 
and see how it turns out. Okay. But don't nobody know about my million dollar macaroni and cheese. I'm gonna let you know that. <laughs> That's the one y'all had for Thanksgiving last. Was it Christmas Thanksgiving? Christmas. Was it Christmas? You sure? Thanksgiving. I think it was Thanksgiving. I think it was Thanksgiving. Yeah, that million dollar chat macaroni and cheese was smoking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got about 30 cheeses in there. And expensive cheeses. <laughs> 30. 30. You got some flag, some flagship in it. Some what? Flagship cheese. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that in uh, Seattle, Washington. Oh, okay. That's that. Nobody want that stuff. Did you like it? Yeah, we went to Beatrice where they make the cheese. Oh, okay. So y'all went to the um, cheese factory. Right. <laughs> and that was not Cheesecake Factory, so I'm not putting a spot out there for Cheesecake Factory. But Cheesecake, no, if you get anybody to come in there because they cheese. heard it on my podcast, please give me my residuals. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as we leave here today, because <laughs> I'll just keep on going, keep on going. I see. But I'm still, I'm still thinking about that blackberry cobbler. Oh my god, <laughs> delicious. Um, so always remember, as we leave here today, is tell a friend, tell a foe, tell your spouse, heck, tell everyone. We'll see you on the next podcast, um, which is Sunday. But also making sure that you do join, um, come and join in the Greatest Tabernacle Ministries as with the Start Meeting app. And also remember, if you can't get this on a live stream we do do press replay um on www.therise.live and that is our website where we archive all our podcasts so always remember you can go to www.therise.live and you will get that information okay so guess what tell a friend tell a phone tell your spouse heck tell everyone and we'll see you on our next podcast and have a good night Good night.